0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Centered Committed Confident, a podcast dedicated to helping you center your life on Christ, commit yourself to discipleship, and become more confident in the Word of God. My name is Cody Rogers. I'm Regent Erickson.
1: And I'm Hannah Erickson.
0: And this day, we are continuing on our series of devotions. Uh, If you had missed the last couple episodes, we've been talking about what is a devotion, why do we use that word, what's the purpose of them. Last week we had uh, discussed what your devotion should contain. So if you haven't listened to those, I highly suggest you go back and listen to those first um, because this episode is going to be way more anecdotal. It's going to be very personal. Um, We're going to allude to things that have happened in the previous episodes and we we're not going to explain all of it. Um, This is uh, essentially we're going through our devotions, right? What do ours look like individually? So, I'll go first and then region or will go next. And then the other one will go afterwards. And, um, this, there's a few reasons for this one. People are just interested in what other people do. It's not because we're special. It just happens to be because we're doing a podcast that we are talking about it. But, um, there's actually a ton, a ton of YouTube videos that if you type in devotions or daily devotion, like, um, of people just sharing how they read their Bible, sharing how they spend time with the Lord and it's because people are interested in it. People love getting ideas on how better to engage with the Lord. It's why we read books. It's why we listen to extra preaching. It's You know, this, half the time that's one of the best things about Christian fellowship is learning better ways of communion with the Lord. So that's the purpose of this. It's not because we think we're better or because we have it figured out, as you're about to see. Um, we don't have it figured out. Um, but it's simply because it's sort of interesting. And we're interested in, in doing this alongside one another. And hopefully you find it interesting as well. If you have any questions, you can always email me, codyr at cdbible.org, or check out the show notes wherever you're listening to this, on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And uh, there might be a link down there you can click on to fill out if you have any questions. Um, also, at some point, we're going to be posting something on Instagram, it sounds like, with a Q&A there as well. But anyway, we're all heading towards this episode in a few weeks where we're going to do a Q&A on devotion. So... If you're interested, you have any follow-up questions, make sure you let us know so we can answer them on that episode. Anything to add, guys, before we dive into this? Nope. Okay. Well, um, we agreed we're going to start with me um, because, one, I like to talk a lot. And, two, I thought it would be nice to just sort of I'd start, and then we'd let um, Regent and Hannah be able to to add on to those things, make it better, and talk about uh, different aspects of it. Because mine's going to be pretty straightforward, and I've alluded to, a lot to it before. So um, I don't think it's going to be a big surprise. Um, so what do my devotions look like? Um, let me say this. When I was in college, I didn't really have them. Okay, I, um, I, I mentioned this in the first episode. I wasn't that familiar with the idea of it as a spiritual discipline. I just thought it was something nice to do. I thought it was something that was fruitful. Um, but I definitely put a big emphasis on living right and thinking right. And and prayer, um, and and that was it. And I found reading the Bible to be a very spiritual thing. I emphasized the spirituality of it, and so I read the Bible to be spiritual, and I read the Bible to connect with God. But I didn't do it in an intentional, set apart way of devoting myself to Him. I did it as a way of of practicing my Christianity, which might sound like the same thing, but they're two different things for me. Um, I don't do devotions just to practice my Christianity and to be a Christian, right? I do devotions to reconnect with my Lord um, or connect with him. Um, And I do it to come back to a place of being able to live a life for him. Um, My devotion time is different than my teaching prep. Um, So my devotion time happens at home 90% of the time. Every so often I have to push it back to be in the office or whatnot. And I'm super blessed to have a job in which I can do my devotion time at the office. If I so desire to, or need to, but I prefer to do it before I interact with my kids for the day. I'm a better father. If I interact with the Lord before I interact with my kids, um, and I'm a better husband for it. Um, so I, that should be noted. Like if you are a person that likes to, um, study the word in an academic way or, or you do study it for school, if you're a person that teaches or if you're a group leader and you have a curriculum that you're going through with a group, um, it may not be the healthiest thing in the world for you to make those the same thing. Now you can, you can, you can treat certain things that you're doing as devotion. And I recommend that sometimes if you're going to be going through a deep study with a group of people and it's it's contains substantial scripture you can make it a devotion for a set amount of time, but what I'm, what I'm saying is it's okay to have different kinds of things going on in your life. Um, and for me as a pastor, what I teach, like if I'm reading that, I have a motivation to get something out of it, right? I have a motivation to learn enough to, to communicate it to others. Whereas like in my devotion time, it's okay to have unanswered questions and it's okay to struggle and not have the full answer and not feel really good about where I sit on that scripture. And I don't feel the pressure of having to communicate what I believe on it. So they're very important for me. It, hopefully that helps you. All right, let me talk about what I do nowadays. Um, I should say the Lord just sort of brought this to me and I didn't do it myself. I just, he just woke me up one day at 5 30 AM and I've been getting up ever since. I, I don't set alarms anymore. I just, I wake up around five thirty, five fifty, somewhere around there. I get up and I do my devotion. Um, I don't recommend that to everyone. it's just, The Lord so chose to stir in my heart to do it. And I think it's because I need it in a way that, um, that I'm so prideful. I wouldn't do it myself originally, I think. So I, I, I get up early I get up at five 5 45, something like that. Walk downstairs. I like being by myself. I don't like to be disturbed for the first, like, you know, half hour, hour of the day, turn on the espresso machine that takes 15, 20 minutes to heat up. So, Um, I turn on the espresso machine or I just pour myself a cup of coffee. If there's something already made, um, I sit down, I sit down in my three seasons porch, which is really nice right now. It's going to get too cold eventually and I'll have to figure that out. Um, but that's where I prefer to sit natural light. Um, and then I'm sort of stubborn, right? I don't like fake light. Like I like light. I want, I don't like dark houses in general. Um, but I also hate fake light in the morning. So uh, right now I'm in this stubborn mood where I don't want to turn on the back porch light cause it's warm and ugly. Like it's like that mm-hmm. really dim yellow look yeah, and yeah. it bothers me in the morning. So I have actually shifted my devotion and this is something you should learn. Like it's okay to just shift it based on your mood, right? Because I'm still devoting myself to the Lord. So I've shifted it to where I do a lot of prayer uh, right off the bat right now. Um, and what I do is, um, at first I just sit there for a few minutes. I don't do anything. I literally just sit there, wake up, maybe I'll sip my coffee and I'll just do nothing for a few minutes. I'm useless reading that early. Um, I need a few minutes to wake up before I start reading and comprehending. So I might sit there doing nothing, like not on my phone. I, I commit not to be on my phone. Right. So I'm, I'm literally doing nothing. It sounds weird, but, um, and it's too dark to read because I refuse to turn the light and I'm waiting for the sunlight to come up and, So then I'll pray, Um, and if I need to, I'll turn on the light a little bit because one of the things I'm doing right now is I'm praying through Psalms. So my Bible reading, I'm going to try to hurry this up, only a couple more minutes uh, so we have some good time for everyone. But my Bible reading right now consists of four to six chapters a day, two in the Old Testament, two in the New Testament, and a psalm. I prefer to start with prayer to get my heart right, so I open up to the psalm reading. I read one psalm, and I pray through that psalm. I pray through it. Sometimes I pray what the psalm reminds me of, or sometimes I specifically pray the words of that psalm, or sometimes I slightly change it, right? So David's talking about his enemies fighting him. I don't have any enemies coming at me, um, but I do have sin, and sin's always knocking at the door of my life. So I will treat sin like my enemy, right? And so I will put sin in the place of the enemies and then talk about those things. Um, And I'll pray that way. Like, you can do any of those. But anyway, I pray through a psalm, and then um, I've got my readings, I keep a uh I keep a a paper taped to the front of my Bible that has a printout of every single chapter in the Bible in it and as I read that chapter then I mark it off and I just it's taped into the front of my Bible so when it's complete great otherwise I can see since I started this I write the date that I started the list and I can see every chapter I've read since I started that list so since July 28th I can see how many books I've read through the Bible, which chapters I've read of those books and things like that. Um, you don't have to do that. It's so I can keep track of having a healthy reading plan. That way, a year from now, if I'm still in this piece of paper, I'm like, man, in the last year, I have not read any Old Testament prophets. Mm-hmm. I should probably get, get in and on that, right? Um, it's not a reading plan. That's, that's, that's the thing. I don't have a reading plan right now in the sense of, like, this is a, a tracker. It keeps track of what I'm reading, It's like a a food diary, right? Like my food diary, if I had one, is not telling me what to eat. It's just recording what I eat. Hmm. And and that's what I'm doing. This is just recording what I'm eating. Um, My reading plan is I'm committing to read so many chapters because I know if I read four chapters a day, every day I'll read through the Bible in a year. Like I know that's the number. Um, I don't always do it. I think I'm a little behind. I don't know. I don't care. I'm just committing to read a certain amount of chapters. And some chapters are really long. And so I only read one chapter instead because, like, I'm in Daniel right now, and the second chapter of Daniel is way longer than the other chapters of Daniel. I know this. I opened it. I was like, yeah, I'm only reading one chapter this morning because it's too much. It's it's long, right? And I, and I start, I start um, my heart is not stirred for it anymore, and right, I'm just trying to dedicate myself to the Lord. So um, anyway, I'd, I know this is going on. Um, so I, I do, I read the chapters of the Bible. Um, I prayed the Psalm at the beginning, and then I have post-it notes at the beginning of my Bible. Um, I try to be funny about them. Like a lot of your Bibles, if you open them up, they have like these pages no one ever uses anymore. <laughs> They're like marriages, births, adoptions, deaths, stuff like that, guys. Most of your Bibles will have it. And so what I do is I use those pages to categorize the type of prayers that I pray every morning. So under deaths, I have prayers for myself. I thought that was being, I thought it was being <laughs> funny, right? Death to self. So, I, love it. so I put a post-it note of all the things I pray for myself on guys. It's mm-hmm. okay to pray for yourselves. Okay. Like some of you feel like you can't, and some of you, that's all you do have some balance, but it's good. It's good to pray for yourself under births and adoptions. I pray for my children and my immediate family. Um, if you don't have any children yet, you can put some prayers there for your future children, mm-hmm. your nieces, your nephews, um, the kids ministry. If you, you know, like anything, just something related to the young ones in life. Um, and then under the marriages page, I've, I've got a post-it note of all the things I pray for for Brittany. And it should be noted. I have these post-it notes with a ton of bullet points, and I only pick one bullet point a morning. So I don't pray through the entire post-it note. I just pick one. Like, I'm like, oh, let's pray for Brittany. And I know, I know she got not very much sleep last night, right? Grayson was up like five times. And I see this one word here, energy. That's what I'm praying for this morning. I'm praying for energy for her this morning. So then in the very front of my Bible, I have uh, several post-it notes and several, um, I don't know what they're called. What are these called, guys?
1: Um, like
0: I'm looking tabs, at my Bible like right page now. Yeah, page tabs,
1: tabs like, like, like sticky the, note page tabs. Yeah. yeah,
0: you can like stick and unstick them in And they're
1: color-coded.
0: Yeah, so um, they're made by Post-it. They're like the, the sticky tabs that you put in a book that are like clear, and then mm-hmm. they have a color end to them. Um, anyway, I have a whole bunch of those in the front of my Bible in case I ever need to use one or, or pop it in there. I have
1: like a stack, like you have a stack or like one of each color. It's
0: one of each color right now. Um, but it could be a stack if I want it to be. Um, Mm. but originally I had more than that, um, but I've got two in my Bible. I only have two ribbons in my Bible and I do three sections of reading. So I've got a yellow tab in my. if you guys see me preach on Thursdays, you'll see these tabs sticking out of my Bible. The yellow tab is just where my Psalm reading is. Because it's in the middle of my Bible. The red tab is where I'm teaching that week. So I can just read it over and over again. So yeah. So it's and I just move them as I go. And I keep the same tab for a long time. So I just peel it off and put it on the next page. But um anyway, in the front of my Bible, I have extra one of those, and then I have what I call like just rando prayers. So I literally have I have four post-it notes in this one page and it's like literally a list of just people I care about. And so I'll just pick one and pray for them that day. Are
1: we on there? Yeah.
0: The Erickson's right there. Um, So, but it's literally just a list of people I care about or people that I interact with. Um, Then it's literally a list of people I'm in discipleship with. So there's five guys right now that I'm like in discipleship relationships with. So I pray for one of them. And then I have these itty bitty little post-it notes where I pray for some rando um, contemporary, not contemporary, modern event that's going on. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's cool. So like, Matt Chandler, I don't know, we're not even going to get into that on this podcast. Matt Chandler's a pastor, some things are going on in his life, so I put him on this list, because that's temporary. It's not going to last forever. Um, We have a family in our church going through something pretty emergent, so I wrote that down. The war in Ukraine starts, right? So you write that down for a while, and you're praying for that. Like, just just things that are going on that you're like, you know, these are little tiny post-it notes that I can replace anytime I want. Mm -hmm. Um, So anyway... That's my prayer life for now. that's my reading. Some mornings I spend an hour some mornings I spend twenty five minutes um it just depends I'm okay with not reading a certain chapter, right so I will just I'll read until I'm tired of reading and then I'll pray and then by six forty five seven o'clock I gotta make the kids lunches and make Brittany her coffee and stuff like that. so I'm up and ready and I'm doing other stuff um for me, I can't get too legalistic or i'll get i'll get uh, weary. If I try to do something in my own strength, I'm going to wear out. And so, Mm -hmm. um, that's why I don't do Bible reading plans the way that most people do. Right. I'd rather just keep track of what I'm eating than tell myself what I'm going to eat. Um, I'd rather just look at it over time and I do things that allow me to see things over time. So I'll end with this reading my Bible. I take notes, um, little notes. I have a wide margin Bible. I take notes, but mostly what I do nowadays is I write symbols next to things. So like I've got a little, that paper that I have taped in my Bible that t- tells me all the chapters, of the Bible, I it also on the backside, I just written my own symbols on it and what they mean. Um And guys, the reason I do this is because like, if I write notes, I find that I get bored of them. So like the next time I read it, it might not mean the same thing to me. And I just hate that. I hate having notes that are no longer relevant to me in Mm. my Bible. I want notes that are always relevant to me, which sounds weird. Some people, they're like tattoos, right? Some people want tattoos because it reminds them of a moment in their life. Other people want tattoos because they always mean something. Mm -hmm. I'm the guy that wants them because they always mean something. So um, it's the same thing here. So the symbols I have, they're actually about the structure of what I'm reading. So like I've got Satan is a little snake. I've got the body of Christ. I've got angels. I've just got the Holy Spirit. Like, I just write stuff so that when I flip through the pages, i am like, oh, wow, Hebrews talks about the Holy Spirit a lot. And that's it. It's just, it's just so yeah. I, I know what the author talks about a lot or what. Like, Jesus, the amount of times he uses the word kingdom in Matthew is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I got KG next to that. I'm like, wow, the kingdom of God is mentioned so many darn times in this passage. like. It's that kind of stuff so is there a
1: list that you pulled from or is it more just you and like the knowledge that you have of the word you know that these things um, are going to be repeated
0: I am I am still learning so like my note-taking system is great for the New Testament
1: mm-hmm. in the
0: Old Testament it stinks <laughs> it, it stinks so bad like uh covenants I have I have that one down right marking covenants and stuff yeah. in the Old Testament but like I have so many pages that have nothing on them because I'm like, I don't have any good symbols to symbolize like what
1: exile? the, yeah, what the con- exile, yeah, exactly. Or That'd but be a good one,
0: but I don't have that right now, and so yeah. I'm still learning. I pulled them originally off of pastor on YouTube, Matthew Everhard's his name, he's a Presbyterian pastor. Um, and I only use half of his because some of mm-hmm. his are like just way too academic for me, yeah. You know? So, so you took what somebody else did and adapted it for your life, yeah, yes. So that's I guess that's the whole point of this podcast right now, huh? Yeah. Take what someone else did and adapt it for your own life. All right. I took a long time to do that. that I probably great. should have just I should have sped yeah. up a little bit. But
1: no, that's all. Any other
0: d- any other question like things I should clarify?
1: Um, you didn't mention any meditation or oh, memorization. Is holly. that part of your life?
0: Yeah. Sorry. So when I'm praying, that's what I'm doing. Is I'm meditating sometimes. Mm. So like, um, in the Psalms right now, there's there's words that say Selah. In mm. Selah, they think it means it means to take a break and to, like an instrumental interlude. So I actually use the Selahs as a way to meditate on what I just That's read. Cool. So I I see Selah and then I just meditate on that and I'll focus on paragraph or on a verse, whatever. Sometimes they're more often than not. Um, so I actually physically use the Selahs as Selahs, you know. Um, so I'll meditate. That's why I'm meditating right now. Other times I'll just pick a verse of something I've read. So I'm I'm reading about four or five chapters a day. I'll pick a verse that stood out to me and then I'll meditate on that after I'm done reading that chapter. Um, If I want to go study guys, I just go study, right? Like if I'm reading a a chapter in uh, Mark and the ending of Mark really bugs me and I'm like, why does this sound so weird? Like what's the deal with snakes and venom and stuff? Um, I don't worry about it. I don't sweat it. I don't, go read my other chapters. I just grab a study Bible and I start reading the notes. And I'm like, oh, that's what this means. Or at least that's what they think it means. Like, um, I don't I don't feel the pressure to finish my reading. Because like I said, I'm just keeping track of what I read. I'm not trying to achieve something in it. So, um, yeah. So I study, I memorize, I meditate. Uh, memorization is a little lacking right now in this program of mine. But if I were to do it, it would be when I'm meditating, right? Mm-hmm. It would be intentionally. Brittany and I are going through a study separately at night that has like memory verses. So I guess since I'm doing that, that's what I'm currently memorizing. Mm-hmm. Like Psalm 136.1, stuff like that. But yeah, I think that's it. That's most of the disciplines, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Who's, who's next?
1: Ladies first. Or go second, ahead. I guess. Yeah. I'll go. Um, full disclosure, already I can feel like my perfectionism of like, I don't do those things and I'm going to be kicked off the podcast because my quiet time, with my devotion time, doesn't look like that. That's good. So it
0: shouldn't always look like that, right?
1: I know, but already, ugh, my heart in is true racing. fashion.
0: In true fashion, I went from zero to sixty, <laughs> right? Like I, I, there wasn't a middle ground. I just yeah. didn't do it, and then I was doing it, and now I just sort of do it because I like it. But, yeah. So I don't think most people are like me. I th- think most people yeah. are gonna be normal human beings that <laughs> don't dive 100% into everything they ever do.
1: Yeah. But if you're listening to this and you're like, your heart is racing because. This doesn't sound like your life, like me either. And we can all learn and grow. And probably it's a good thing that it doesn't all look the same.
2: Well, and then I think once Hannah and I go through it, all our three of ours are going to be very different from each yeah. other.
1: Yeah. So for me, like I talked about last episode, um, I started doing devotion times when I was pretty young. And so it's changed a ton from whenever I was 12 years old in middle school um, and reading a chapter a day um, and then praying very shallow 12 year old prayers um, to high school when I continued to grow in depth and understanding. Um, and I think in high school I understood the necessity of it. And then in college, I feel like it's when I really found um, a love for it and a system that I enjoyed. So I also have always done morning devotions. Um, I can't stay up late and like I'm not functional after 7:30 p.m. And so I have always woken up early in college. i get up um, around 6 a.m. So before anyone else in my sorority was awake is the only time I could really be alone, um, which I personally prefer. Um, And so my time in the Word then would be reading a chapter. A day, always a chapter, only a chapter, never more, never less, always one chapter. And then I would spend probably 20 minutes trying to dissect it. And I was, it's pretty like academic and not super heart focused. Um, And I'd spend some time prayer journaling. And so that was college. Not a lot of meditation, not a lot of memorization, um, just very structured.
0: What did prayer journaling look like? What is that?
1: Yeah, so... I get very distracted when I'm praying. I am thinking about my to-do list constantly. And so for me to stay focused and at 6 a.m. to stay awake, writing out my prayers um, is so beneficial for me. And so I enjoy writing. My brain functions really well, and I can stay active that way. And so I just write my prayers every day. I start with Father, and I end with I love you in Jesus' name. Like every prayer is structured like that and then whatever the content is would be different based on what I was reading um what I was going through what I was praying for but yeah usually written it's really cool because I can go back to my journals and I can see whenever I was walking through um a dark time in my life and what my prayers were like and so it is a really cool way to also record the Lord's faithfulness and be able to look back on your life um I'm winded. Wow. <laughs> I'm trying to get through this really quickly. Um, and so yeah, then I've,
0: I've already decided what I'm going to do is in the episode description, I'm going to put when each one of our stories that's starts smart. so they can skip ahead if they want to re-listen or, or
1: yeah, I'll be like, I don't care somebody. about Hannah. So I'm going to skip ahead. To yeah.
0: So I'm going to put that regions. right off the bat. So don't worry about it. Great. Like even if it's a little bit longer, okay. they'll they'll know where to I go.
1: Calm down. Stop breathing so heavy. Um. Yeah, and so then, like, the real world started, and I was working full-time, and things kind of changed, and we came to Coram Deo, um, and our small group was doing Read the Bible in a year, and so I started doing that plan along with them, Um, and it was the first time I started reading for breadth instead of depth, and it was so cool to see the storyline of Scripture play out, and so I've been doing more of that since then, um, following along with some sort of reading plan Um, Which for me has been good and bad. It's good because I think I've grown so much in the understanding of the big picture of scripture, but also because of my perfectionism. If I can't cross off the box that day or I get behind, it can be super suffocating. And so I've had to grow in um, looseness with myself or if I'm like part of my reading plan right now is going through Isaiah and I love the book of Isaiah and there are times I just want to camp out in a verse or a chapter for a while and that means I might get behind a day which like makes my heart race but it's so worth it because of the work that God does whenever I pause and take that time so that's what I'm trying to grow in now is how to continue to have structure because that helps me thrive um, and that helps hold me accountable when I have a clear plan of this day I'm going to be doing these chapters but trying to ignore the date on the page and focus more on just the flow of scripture. And so right now I usually start my time in the word cup of coffee region. I usually get up between five and five thirty in the morning and I do a quick prayer. It's called the IOU prayer by John Piper. Um, you can Google it and look it up. And it's like these three verses that you pray through, which is essentially um, just asking God to incline your heart to his and to open your eyes to what he has for you in scripture, and then to um, unite your will to his. And so just a time to humble yourself and cry out to God to do something in you, in the word. And so I start with that, then I do my reading, and I may camp out on a verse or a concept. Sometimes if there's a word I'm interested in, I'll use the Blue Letter Bible app and kind of do a word study. Um, I'm taking notes in my... uh, Bible, like in the margins, either things that the Lord is um, like challenging me in uh, or just things that I see connecting through different parts of scripture and making a note of that and underlining um, just things that stand out to me. Like I don't have a good structure. Like I don't have symbols. I don't have certain colors that I use. It's very much whatever but you, that day.
0: You also have a wide margin Bible, yes. right? Yep. So like all three of us use... Bibles, we can write things into yes. easily. Yep. Okay. Yes. Not that you should. I'm just. I, I'm noticing that's a, a common yeah. thing for us threes. We prefer wide margins or journaling yes. sections.
1: And I purposefully don't use a study Bible because I used to. And what I found is I would rely on the study notes, and everything I would take away was just whatever I learned in the study notes that day, instead of like giving space for the Spirit to do work in my heart.
0: Yeah. I guess I should add that I keep a study Bible in my back porch but it's not the one I read. Yeah. Like it's like, like I said, if I get in a mood where I want to study something, yes. then I pull exactly. that big, yeah. big ESV study Bible up
1: yes. and I open it and then I'll read it. Yeah. So we have one in our living room or like down by the fireplace, wherever we're doing our quiet time. It's there. Yeah. So I read, um, I camp out wherever I want to camp out for the day. Um, and then, um, I'll spend time in prayer, usually still prayer journaling. Um, cause that's the only consistent way I pray and trying to expand that out. I've prayed through Psalms before, um, but prayer journaling for me seems to be the best way for it to really be heartfelt and intentional without getting too distracted. Um, And then with that, that's also how I meditate on scripture. And so I may take a verse and spend time just journaling my thoughts on it and reading it and kind of dissecting it. Um, And I do that all through writing so that's the way that my brain works the best.
0: Do you have a way, so the reason I have all the post-it notes in my Bible is because it keeps me accountable to praying for specific mm-hmm. things that I should be praying for. Do you have a way that you you keep yourself accountable to not just letting your prayers be very one one type yeah. of focus?
1: So um, Valmarie Paper Company has really awesome prayer journals, um, and that's what I used in the past. Um, whenever Silas was born, all this got very thrown off, and... Like my time in the word was usually on my phone with a Bible reading plan on the Bible app, because that's the only way I could do when I had no brain capacity and was sleeping for an hour a night and all of that. Um, And so in that phase, I stopped using my prayer journal and I just got a new one that will start in January. And that, whenever I was using it, is the best time or the best way for me to keep track of what I'm praying for and also the place for me to put um, answers to prayer. Cause I do feel like right now I don't have something like I have the echo app, which I like kind of has things on it, but I don't use that super intentionally. Um, and so, yeah, I feel like I don't have a good system mm. right yeah. now for what I'm praying for.
0: The echo app we mentioned in the episode, the pot, the apps that made us, I don't have the list up to tell you what episode number it was, but it is in there. If you guys want to, understand more about that. But yeah, I agree. Um, I think I should also mention do you, I have a time of re- repentance and confession mm-hmm. that's in the prayers for myself. That's yeah. in there. Right. So do you have a time that that is in Yeah, there too?
1: usually during the prayer journaling? Okay. Yeah. Is that there's, and that's something that, um, again, my perfectionism, I don't like to think about my sin. And so that's another thing that the Lord is really growing me in, um, is to actually have a set aside time, to do that daily instead of just like when I've really messed up and realize it and wait until, you know, it blows up in my face to actually be daily thinking about the sin in my life and how, like what I need to be confessing. Yeah. So those are all areas that I'm growing in. Same with memorization. Um, It's not a strong suit of mine. Um, and it never has been a huge part of my life, except for like Awanas when I was a little kid and got prizes, you know? Um, but now I use the Versus app, which is also in the apps that made us. That's when I heard about it and I downloaded it. Um, and I make myself do my memorization before I get on social media or anything else on my phone is my goal. It is after That's how I end my quiet time. Um, that way, if Silas has woken up, I can do the Versus app while he's awake, and it's easy to do. Um, and that's how I kind of end my time and transition into the rest of my day. That's good.
0: Awesome. Any any clarifications, you think, Regent?
1: i missing anything.
0: You always have coffee when you do your quiet time.
1: I do.
2: Same. It's a requirement, off. I think. Oh, yeah. I'm always yeah do you do anything to prepare yourself for your quiet time, or do you just get up into your quiet time besides coffee?
1: um so I used to be like Cody where I can't do anything right away, and I've had to change that because Silas can wake up at any given moment, and so if I don't get into the word immediately, it might not happen or I have to push it off, and that's um that's another thing I think is worth mentioning um I'm usually an all or nothing person, and so for a lot of my life, if I couldn't do my devotion time in the morning before the rest of my day, I just wouldn't do it anymore. And like I, yeah, it would just be off the list for the day. Try again tomorrow. And now I'm trying to learn if I can't do it at five thirty in the morning because Silas woke up or we were up all night and slept in, then it's still devotion time even if it's in the afternoon. Or if it's on the way to class or if it's sitting with Silas while he's eating and I'm reading my Bible then, that those things are still growing your relationship with the Lord and still beneficial and useful, even if it isn't exactly how I expected it to be that day. So I'm learning how to um, hand my, expect, my expectations over to the Lord. And that's part of that prayer to the IOU prayer is in that time I also confess if I, like, God, I'm really tired And I don't really want to be here right now, or I don't think I have it in me to focus. Like, will you focus my mind and will you, um, just really use your spirit in a special way this morning? Because I just don't feel very into this right now. And so I try to spend time confessing those things to God, um, and then trusting him with it.
0: Good. I've just decided we're going to have another episode. And it's going to be called Resources for Devotions. And mm-hmm. That's good. I and like it'll, it. will we'll cover some of the apps. I've got other stuff that I didn't mention that I feel like is worth using yeah. for certain personalities. So, we'll we'll have a whole, whole the next episode will actually be on on that. Mm-hmm. So good. All right. Love it. Love it. Awesome. Regent, you are up. All right. So,
2: for my time with Devotions, I've gone through what I would say are three phases. Um, The first two are going to be pretty similar to Hannah's. Um, When I was in college is when I started doing um, devotions when I was saved. And they were really structured. I would wake up, I think it was about 6.45 or 7 a.m., and I would do my quiet time from 7 to 8. I'm pretty sure I woke up at 6.45, ate breakfast, was in my room at 7, and I did it till 8. And it was very much like reading a chapter of the Bible, always a chapter. I would pick some book. And would go through that chapter, write stuff down in my journal, um, and if I had time for prayer, I had I would do prayer, but it was definitely not um, an emphasis, and never really had a, it was kind of like reflecting on what I read, and so you'd usually be like, thank you for this time, type of a prayer. So that time for me was an extremely big blessing in that phase of my life, because it really got me into the Word, um, being a new believer, I'd grown up in in that, but I'd since I was saved, I had a whole new perspective with the spirit working in my heart. And so that gave me that, but did not have memorization did not have prayer or anything like that. And then went into uh, my career here, moved up to the quad cities. um, And this was before Silas was born. And we started doing, as Hannah mentioned that larger breadth of scripture, uh, which was, again, that was a blessing in its own way to, to go from this smaller section to this larger section of scripture and see more of the whole picture Uh, of what the story of the Bible is and who our God is. Uh, The big challenge for me in that time was being able to consume anything of value. I find myself just kind of being like a mummy, Um, especially after I'd been doing it for a while and it wasn't new anymore. And I would just, I would be tired in the morning and I would just really struggled to actually remember what I read when I spent that time. Um, So it it was really good, but it it again was one of those situations where I was starting to do a little bit better with prayer occasionally, but definitely did not, was not a consistent and was not a clear understanding in my own life. And there definitely was a memorization. Um, And then Silas was born and went through a, a phase of just not having anything consistent, not really knowing what to do and, it came to a point where I was just like, I I can't keep doing this. I can't keep pushing it off and making excuses because what I was waiting for was this set time in the morning where I could do my quiet time. Like I've done my, ever since I've been a believer and really made me challenge this, this mindset of an hour. Um, I'd mentioned that way back in the first episode we did on this. When I think of a quiet time or a devotional time, it's an hour reading, reading the Bible and that's just what I had ingrained in my in my mind and kind of what I had defined it as. And struggled to not allow that to be, you know, to allow anything different to be okay, to be my quiet time. And so where I'm at right now is probably the most satisfied I've been in my personal time with the Lord. Um and I'm still learning and I still like I have goals of where I want to get to with it that I'm not to yet. Um and it's come out of uh, this whole new perspective where I'm trying to put a really big emphasis on prayer and meditation and memorization. Um, the three things that haven't been part of my quiet time since
0: I can remember devotion time, devotion time. You said quiet time several ah, times too,
1: man. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> We're fired.
0: But, uh, so
2: what that looks like for me is I get up around five to five thirty, And for me, I can't get up and read right away. Um, the, there's two specific things that I do that tend to help me wake up. One, funny enough, is when I put my contacts in, uh, I intentionally wash my eyes out with cold water. just kind of helps me wake up. Not like freezing cold. You're, I'm not like one of those crazy people who's like throwing it all over my face. But it, 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 <laughs> I just, it like I, you know I, you know, you get all that gunk in your eye in the morning or yeah. whatever. It just feels like it wakes me up. I'm just one of those guys. Sorry if that grosses people out.
1: Grosses me out.
2: But uh, and then I like to turn on a bright light, which <gasps> Hannah hates. Hannah hates I hate it no. so much. It, it's so no. funny. No, no, no. It's no. so <laughs>
1: aggressive.
2: It is, and that's why I do it's it.
1: Supposed to be like a calming, peaceful time, and he's like, "Boom! Here, Here's as much light as we can get this in the is house."
2: One of our you know fun debates at home. I like no lights in the evening. She like
0: always has lights on in the evening. Not
1: even true. I want
0: all the lights on at night. Like I like a bright no, house no. at night, no. and then in the morning I want nothing. See, I'm I'm the exact opposite because
2: I want to get my day going. And so the bright light gets me up. And so like the way it ends up working is then Hannah goes off and I'm in the bathroom um, so that I can have the door closed and she doesn't have to feel a piercing light. Piercing. Um, So I I, I, I tend to, you know, I put my contacts in and I get, I get ready in in that respect uh, to just kind of get myself awake and then I'll go down and do my quiet time. I typically don't drink my coffee during my quiet time. So I wait till I start work. Um, I, I'm, everything I'm, about everything you have said, just is the I opposite. can't, no, isn't that cause, horrible? Cause what wakes me up the most is cold water. And so I'll Ugh. drink water while I'm doing my quiet time. So no. I'm, I'm, I'm weird. I know, but that's typically the way I, I go about it. Um, and so I like to print off whatever scripture I'm going through. So I've decided to slow down, um, especially thinking about memorization and meditation, um, but I also want to read through something with some just intentionality. So I have a place where I'm going. And so, um, I like to print it off so that I have the freedom to really mark things up. I like to, if I have a word that I want to know the definition of, I write it down in there. Um, but I don't want to have that permanently in my Bible. And so this gives me the ability to do that while also having scripture without any markings. If I just want to go to it for that time. Um, It also allows me to, you know, mark themes or repetitive words or draw arrows. I just love the ability to whatever seems to make sense to me at that time. I can write it because once I'm done, typically I throw that paper away.
0: So this is on paper. It's not like an iPad or anything. No, this is on paper. You're like old school. You're just like old school cutting trees down. Yes. And throwing them away every morning.
1: Killing the environment.
0: I've had I, I keep it for over a period of time.
1: <laughs> we but, we recycle at our house.
2: That's true, yeah. Yeah, so maybe I recycle it instead <laughs> of throw it away. Either way, I I I wouldn't be opposed to an iPad, but I I have tried to remove as much of the technology as I can. And when I do have technology, because I do use my phone, I use the blue letter Bible quite often, like Hannah mentioned. I set a focus um specifically called Quiet Time. Um, maybe I should change that to devotional time, <laughs> um, to where, where it's filtered out to, I don't get notifications, uh, from people. It reduces my screens down to only the one that has the apps related to the Bible or something like that. Um, so that when I open it up, I'm less likely to be distracted. Um, and I start out my time with prayer. Um, and I've been trying to follow the acts. Um, and, and I, what was it called? Anagram, anagram, um, which is adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. In um, my prayer time, I don't necessarily do that at the beginning. Typically, that's after I spend some time in the Word and spend some time meditating on Scripture. Um, so I'll get in the Word, and then I spend time meditating and, and memorizing. And I also use the Verses app, like Hannah mentioned, for my memorization. It's just got some great tools to help help you memorize. Um, I intentionally choose something that I'm reading through, and I am I try to sit on that and bring that back into any of the scripture that I'm in. Um, and one of the reasons I've gone to it this way is that gives me a lot of flexibility in the morning where if I just want to spend time memorizing, I spend time memorizing. Or if I want to spend time meditating, I spend time meditating, um, especially if, like, my schedule changes or something like that. Uh, w- with my job, I've had to start traveling some more.
0: It's not an anagram; it's an acronym. Oh. oh, Acronym. Anagram is when you rearrange rearrange the letters to make a different word. Ooh. So, cinema oh. cinema becomes Iceman.
1: You need to fix this in the show notes. I'm so last sorry. Episode. Wow. I'm, I am this so sorry. This is embarrassing, everyone.
0: All right. Anyway, continue. <laughs>
2: but with with my job, I'm traveling some more, and when I travel, I have pretty busy days. It can be long hours, and my time is just very different. And I don't have this all of a sudden this time to just wake up and spend time doing uh intentional study is really difficult. I can't always bring all my resources that I have. And so I've had to ask the question, how do I how do I continue a intentional devotional time when I'm traveling because I don't want to allow that to stop and it's really easy to at least for me. And so this gives me the flexibility to be able to take it I use the dwell app or I try to use the dwell app when I'm traveling in the mornings when I'm getting ready I'll just have the scripture or whatever I'm meditating on playing while I'm getting ready for the day or before a meeting I need to call into and it actually Cody gave me a re- I really like his idea with the with the post-its in his bible because I typically bring my my bible but that's all I bring and That'll give me some prayer,
0: like the prayer topics that I could put in my Bible and have all with me wherever I'm going. One-stop shop. That's, yeah. how I, that's how I try to treat my Bible. It's like everything I need is all in one spot. Yeah.
1: That's smart.
2: So this has very much been a journey for me because it's very different than what I'm used to. But um, it's been really nice. And the memorization and the meditation has been really meaningful for me mm-hmm. lately in light of tying that with prayer.
0: Good. We are at 40-some minutes. Um, Maybe we'll split this into two parts. I don't know. Like, that could be cool, too. A little pop in. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, any points of clarification for Regent?
1: Um, Talk about how you pray as you read. Because that's different and new.
2: Yes. So, like, when I'm reading Scripture and praying through Scripture? Yeah, that
1: you don't just, like, pray before and pray at the end, but that you'll pause, like, after a verse or something. Right. Yeah, I'll do that occasionally. Me.
2: I don't do that like every time. Uh, never
1: mind. I take it back.
2: But I mean, that is something that I have tried to do, where it, it, especially when I'm meditating. Um, one of the things I've tried doing is, is I'll take the verse or uh, the section of verses and read a few words or read a verse and then sit on it. See if something stands out to me and then spend some time praying about it and then move on to the next one.
0: Ooh, it's sort of like the Selahs that I yeah. yeah in the in the Psalms
1: yeah. Because I think the something that like I neglect is that I have like times of prayer versus being in constant conversation with the Lord as I am doing these other things. Like as I am reading in the middle of a chapter, to ask the Lord to open my eyes again or to give me clarity on something I am confused about. And that's something that I want to grow in is for it to be truly praying without ceasing, even during that time
0: yeah agreed and it's definitely something that we can all keep on working on yeah um well hopefully this has helped you listeners if you made it to the end of this episode whether this is (laughs) part two or if this is uh just one really long episode um hopefully this has helped you and inspired you to incorporate some of these things or none of them and it's just inspired you to never be the type of person to slap yourself with water when you wake up trust me it helps so much no i disagree (laughs)
1: it's so aggressive. Now,
0: I do. Yeah. Nope. Nope. All right. Nope. So, um, otherwise next episode for sure. If you're listening to this little section, next episode now for sure is resources to help. You've heard a few of them, blue letter Bible dwell, but let's dive into those. I've got a few other uh, people that I recommend that lay mm-hmm. out their devotions. Um, a few other, uh, acronyms that nice. that can help for your entire devotion, things like that. I'd love to share them with you. So we'll do that next week. Otherwise, we hope to see you on Thursday nights at Coram 7 p.m. for our Thursday night gatherings at Coram College. And until the next episode, just know that we are praying for you. We love you. We'll see you next time.